This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 54 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Gingrich. And I cannot wait to talk about something that comes up all the time. So today we are talking about the risk versus the reward of choosing between going full-time in someone's business versus being a contractor. And what I'm talking about in the full-time realm versus the contractor realm is really that retainer-based model where there's an exchange of a lump sum of cash for an amount of work that you're going to be doing or a goal that you're going to be accomplishing and focusing on in their business. And so I'm going to table the legal discussion as much as possible and just let you know that there are plenty of legalities that are involved in either selecting an independent contractor versus an employee role, especially in the United States, but in every country, every single country has different rules about that. So I don't want to begin this conversation or take lightly that there are legal considerations that need to be tended to. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, I wanna move on to how do you determine if you should be doing what you do as a service provider, mostly I'm talking to your your higher level service providers. So I'm going to stick with project managers and directors of operations, maybe even our operations managers and above, right? So any of those people are going to have the opportunity. And I truly believe that we are in a state of the economy where we are going to be, businesses are going to need so much support in the operations space because we're going to be growing our digital marketing and online businesses at a faster rate than ever before. And to make that happen, they are going to need operators in their businesses. And so if you're in a place where that is the type of work that you do and you're passionate about doing, or maybe you're just embarking on this and you're transitioning out of a corporate career, you need to assess for yourself what are the risks versus the rewards for making that determination if you want to be full-time in someone's business or if you want to have multiple businesses and utilize a retainer model. So what do you need more of? Think about what your drive is. I want to go back to that vision. What are your core beliefs? What is it that you're wanting so much? Why are you changing paths or courses? So if you're looking for a lot of freedom, if you want to work whenever it is that you wanna work, then working and being committed to a full-time employment situation is probably not going to be the option for you. So I want you to go back to the very root, and this is going to be the operations activity of this episode, episode number 54. Your ops activity is for you to understand and to articulate what that core belief that you have, what is it that you're wanting out of your business? Why are you on the path that you are on? Is it to make a lot of money? Is it to be able to offset your 
family's expenses? Is it so that you can have flexibility to go pick your kids up from school if they're school? (laughs) We're recording this in the middle of Corona where all of us mothers who have grade school children just don't know what lies ahead. So maybe that's (laughs) out of line for this exact podcast. But What is it that is really motivating you to do the type of work that you're doing? I'm assuming that you're in a line of work that complements your natural God-given skills, and you're going to make that a determination so that this can be an easier, faster, more organic path for you. But now you've got that decision of, do I go full-time or do I go for a retainer model? So Starting back at what is it that you want out of this business and out of this time in your life, do you want a business? Do you want the risk of the business? And so we're going to talk about risk versus reward today. And part of that comes down to consistency and predictability. Man, nothing feels better than having a plan. Like if you're listening to this today, I know that you're a planner type. You like the control, you like the repetitiveness, you like the predictability that comes with a good tight schedule and a good plan. So if that is at the core of who you are, I'm gonna tell you that there is a lot of reward emotionally that comes with having a really stable environment. If I am describing something that feels really good to you, then I want you to look at more of that full-time model. Now, if you're somebody who's craving flexibility, doesn't mind a little bit of uncertainty, maybe you're not the sole provider for your home, maybe variety is what you love and crave, and you like the idea of changing courses, then I'm going to encourage you to look at having your own business, you being that visionary for your business and moving into a retainer-based model where you can have that variety of multiple touch points, multiple clients, lots of different projects that are going on. This may be the path for you. So the risk versus the reward. So anytime we're talking about risk, I want you to look at how risky you like things. And with what I just described, if you want consistency, you're typically going to want to assume less risk. If you're okay with flexibility, if you enjoy the marketing part of the business, then we know that the reward is there. Is it risky? Yeah, there's, there, is a, there is a lot of risk that can be involved there, but the reward can sometimes be greater. So I would encourage you to assess where you are in your life right now, and are you at a place where you need to be risk averse, or can you take those risks? When you take those risks, are you ready to accept the rewards that come with that. So boy, this is such a great topic. I wish I was having this conversation with myself five years ago when I was going into business because I was coming out of a very stable environment where this big company was paying me consistently. I had the opportunity for raises every so often. I was getting performance evaluations and performance merit increases every single year. And because let's face it, I was a great employee, (laughs) but I did not have the flexibility. And at the time when I left that corporate stable, increasingly, you know, a a place where my revenue was increased or my income was increased every single year, and I transitioned into wanting the vision for my life at that moment was really wanting to be more present in my legacy and building the legacy and having some more additional time with my kids. So the flexibility was worth it to me. I was willing 
to have less consistency in my revenue and my income so that I could do those additional things. Now, I knew I was going to have to work really hard and the time that I was spending in the work may not be different. Actually, it was probably a lot more than I was spending in corporate, but the reward was could be, I was seeing lots of examples of how it could be so much bigger. And I was at a place in my life where I could absorb that risk of having a little less income for potentially having greater reward down the road. So you just have to evaluate where you are and what kind of patterns you need. What do you need to be your optimal self. The place where it starts to get very frustrating and challenging and doubtful and overwhelming as a budding business owner is when you are putting yourself in a situation that just does not feel right. If I'm someone who likes the rigor and the consistency and knowing exactly what my needs and how I can excel at this one particular goal day after day, I better start looking for a full-time employment in one business. I can still make an incredible amount of impact. My family's goals and needs will be taken care of and I will have less distraction. Like when my kids were little, that's what I needed. I didn't have the bandwidth personally to be able to assume a lot of risk. We didn't have, we needed the income to pay for the family. So just know where you are. Different times in your life are going to bring up different a different range of comfortability. So a lot of times it's risk. And sometimes as we get further into life, maybe you have a partner who's also bringing in some income. Maybe that's a place where you or your spouse can start to look at, you know, employing themselves and taking the risk of the marketing game. So different times in life. I'm also, now that I'm in my mid forties and I'm thinking of my kids being out of my home in five and six years, that'll be another stage in my life. And what does that look like for me? right? Am I going to want, someone just asked me on a podcast yesterday, do you ever miss the corporate lifestyle? And I would be an absolute liar if I told you guys that sometimes consistency just feels dreamy, right? So I'm certainly not saying in five years I'm going back to corporate, but I can start opening up my possibilities because flexibility is really important to me right now. Is that something I'm going to be craving five years from now. I don't want any listener to think that the path that you are on right now is going to be the path for you forever. We are all given these different needs, different motivations, and different expectations of our lives over these different time cycles and life cycles. And so be adaptable, be flexible. Understand that what is serving you today may not serve you later. So if you're blowing up your independent practice and you have a ton of retainer clients, it does not cancel out the possibility for you being full-time in the right person's business at the right time. The next thing I want to talk about are support systems. So what kind of support do you have in your life right now? If you have a ton of support, then taking an additional risk and working in the marketing part of growing your own business may be great. But if you don't have support systems, if you're the person that is taking care of your family, that's taking care of your home, that is the sole provider, I would really want you to look at that and evaluate, is this the right time to be taking the risk of building your business, a retainer-based model, or are you looking for that consistency? And then I cannot go any further without talking about, do you have a natural ability 
to sell a product, to have face-to-face conversations for sales processes in your business? Are you naturally wired for sales? Do you feel comfortable with that? Are you interested in the marketing game? And yes, it is a game. If you are looking at the profession of being a director of operations, whether that's full-time or whether that's a retainer, there is a piece of marketing that never goes away. So even when I was in corporate in this Fortune 150 company, don't think for a second that marketing myself as a personal brand inside of that business didn't happen because it absolutely happened. It happened every single time I walked into another office or another boardroom with new people in the room. They're all decision makers in my journey. And so marketing yourself never goes away, but what kind of tolerance do you have there? What kind of risk do you want to assume? People who tend to not be really comfortable in marketing in sales conversations and marketing yourself as a personal brand are probably not going to want to have a lot of variety. So they're not going to want, they're going to want to limit the number of those conversations that are going to take place. Hence, working in someone's business in a full-time capacity may be your safest, best, happiest zone. If you're on the other side of that, having lots of conversations, selling yourself, talking about new products, innovating new products, then I would encourage you to look at, this is only one of those factors, but if you love marketing and sales, you might be made to grow even to an agency and definitely into a retainer model, which is where you have multiple clients at one time. Now, the hard brass tacks of this decision can come down to benefits. Do you need health and dental retirement? Where are you in your life? Is this something that you need? If you do, you might want to take these exact skills that you're using today because they cascade into small business, large business, corporations, you know, mom and pops, your local businesses, every single type of business model, okay? Operations skills are the backbone of business. You're not ever going to be without a job, ladies. But do you need benefits? Are you willing to assume those benefits on your own, pay for those on your own, or do you need them to be employer-sponsored? Maybe that's a price decision. Maybe that's because that's the risk tolerance that you have. Maybe your spouse doesn't have this, and this is something that you and your spouse have determined that you're going to be the person, or maybe he or she is going to be the person that is going to get a full-time position with benefits. So do you need benefits? Again, assess your risk. If you're willing to assume those and to look for those and to pay for those independently, maybe having your own business and using a retainer base model would be the most comfortable for you. But if you're needing the stability, if you've got someone that maybe would require high premiums for you and your family, maybe having them employer sponsored is the right thing. And for this moment in your life, you need full-time employment and that will be one of the big benefits. (laughs) Go figure. Benefits would be one of the benefits. I saw that a lot in my corporate recruiting days where we would have, you know, children or complicated pregnancies or children with disabilities or a spouse with cancer. And that would be a real prohibitor from allowing someone to get independent health insurance. And so, you know, being on the backside of many, many, many interviews, that is certainly something that comes up. Lastly, 
If you're someone who likes to select the kind of work that you're doing and the type of people that you like serving, then I'm going to tell you guys, building your own business, you get to set the rules. If you're working as a full-time employee in another business, yes, you can say yes or no to businesses and to opportunities that don't align to your values. But once you get in those businesses, you never know, do the values change when leadership changes? So if you like the consistency of you controlling who it is that you work with, then I'm going to flip you over to the retainer model and to having your own business. But if you value having a consistent paycheck versus dealing and being able to control the type of work and the type of projects that you're taking on, maybe full-time employment is the best option for you. The great thing is when we talk about full-time employment, I just want to let you guys know there are full-time employment that can be flexible. I am hiring for them left and right. Lots and lots of successful, what we would consider small business because their revenue isn't, you know, a billion dollars a year or even, you know, $300 million a year. They're still considered small businesses because they don't have a lot of overhead. They run very lean teams. And so maybe they have 10 or 20 employees or contractors running their businesses, but the complexity of their business continues to grow. The challenges are still there. So I just want to let you know that you can still have a small business that is hiring in a full-time capacity, which still kind of gives you really the best of both worlds. You get to choose who it is that you work with. And when you have a small business, you as an operator really get to help navigate and make executive-based decisions that you may not be able to make in the corporate space. So while you can gain a, a lot of skills and knowledge when you're in a corporate environment, I will say it really depends on who you are, what you like, and what motivates you at this time in your life. Alrighty, so I had to address this on a podcast. This is really all about your risk tolerance. So when you think about income in your life, what kind of risk do you have for that? And I'm getting lots of people who are coming out of corporate or out of a stable work environment and wanting to create a business on their own. I am all for that. That is the exact path that I took. So I would be a fool to tell you that this is not possible. It's totally possible to make six figures, to bring in six figures of income every single year and multiple six figures of income by having a model that works for you. But I'm working with so many people in the Director of Operations Certification Program where I'm getting to understand what it is that they want. And sometimes building a business on your own is just plain difficult and it doesn't really align with who you are. So I wanna tell you, even though if you're looking for flexibility, if you're looking for an opportunity where you have a little bit more say-so and who it is that you're working with and the type of projects, I definitely want you to consider the Director of Operations role. If this is something that sounds interesting to you, go to directorofops.com. You're going to learn all about our certification program. By and large, using your operations skills has a ton of potential in so many different avenues. I want you to assess your ops activity today is to assess what you need in your life right now. Do you need consistency or do you have the ability to have more flexibility and want more variety in your life. 
that's your ops activity this week. Please go to and join our private Facebook community where we continue this conversation with every single episode. And you can find us at theopsinsiders.com. Come on over and join us. You will be surrounded by a ton of project managers and already certified and aspiring directors of operations. We will help you to build your operations muscle so that you can build the business that you want for yourself. Or we'll help you to get placed in a full-time position that matches your values. Alrighty, ladies, I hope y'all have a fantastic week and it is summertime right now. So make sure, get outside, get some vitamin D, rejuvenate. Listen back to that last episode where we were talking about taking a vacation and creating some policies around that. Thank you so much for being here. If you have some time, would you please leave us a review on iTunes? It would make me so, so happy. And it really helps us to grow our listenership, which is always important. Thank you so much for being here, friends. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.